नमस्ते एवरीवन वेलकम टू द चारवक पॉडकास्ट दिस इज योर होस्ट कुशल मेहरा टुडेस डिस्कशन इज विद समवन आई हैव अ लॉट ऑफ रिस्पेक्ट फॉर एंड हु आई कंसीडर अ फ्रेंड एंड एलाई आनंद थैंक्स फॉर कमिंग ऑन द पॉडकास्ट हाय गुड इवनिंग कुशल प्लेजर All right, Anand. So I'm going to start today's podcast because obviously it's titled "Are Social Media Platforms Consistent?" So just to give everybody a brief background about why we are talking about this is that uh, I think a couple of weeks or a few days ago, so something happened, right? There was uh, a mob that lynched a police station, and after the lynching of the police station, uh, you quoted. A religious scriptures. You literally—that's all you did, right? You tweeted out. I think it was the Sahih Bukhari or the Sahih Muslim. I don't remember what it was. No, no. I I always quote from the the holy book. Okay, so, the Quran. So that yes, so it is the it is the word of God. Everything okay. else is alterable or may not be followed or may be followed, but that is the scripture that has to be quoted. All right. So so you quoted the Quran, and if I get it right, Twitter suspended your account. Uh, but uh, I don't know what reasons Twitter there uh, suspended your account for. But uh, let's start from here. So so where how how does it happen? Why does Twitter suspend your account for literally quoting the Quran? And how do you feel about it? Yeah. So uh, first of all, good evening to all your viewers and listeners. Uh, it's a real pleasure to be on your show. I think this is the third time, if I'm not mistaken, Kushal. second or maybe the second time yeah so it's a real pleasure uh, of the question that you asked um i was to be honest initially in in the initial moments i was surprised because it was a, a verbatim quote but then i wasn't as well because i i realized that uh, twitter has shot itself in the foot and the reason for that is that they have so i don't know what the data is maybe every every hour there are millions of tweets that go out so obviously there aren't people who are inspecting each and every tweet uh there are possibly algorithms that decide uh although i'm not sure if a tweet is reported does that go to the uh, is that fed to the algorithm or uh is that seen by a human being so i'm i'm not too sure of that but in any case there must be thousands maybe millions of tweets that are reported uh by aggrieved uh people so my tweet which actually verbatim quoted the quote and quote blasphemy verse uh which if i uh, were to read it out here I, i think maybe your account also would be suspended but uh, let's go ahead with it yeah i i can't hear you for some odd reason okay now i can no no no, yeah. no i accidentally muted myself all right yeah. so it was um those who abuse allah and his messenger allah has prepared for them a humiliating punishment uh in this world and the hereafter so uh that was the tweet and that is a verbatim quote from the holy quran and uh twitter locked my account suspended me um and the reason they gave was that you may not tweet anything which is considered to be hateful now this is a verbatim quote from quran so in effect what twitter was doing was thinking or their algorithms were thinking were that this this quote ie something verse from the god itself allah is hateful so if they continued my ban they would have had to face the ire of 1.8 billion people from around the world saying that how dare you how dare you consider a word of allah to be hateful yeah. so it went on for about 10 days and after 10 days the twitter uh, people there they emailed me they apologized 
and they said that the tweet is not going to be deleted and uh, that was it now it raises many questions and yes. these are ironically these are the questions that i myself had raised a couple of months ago when if you remember they had twitter had flagged donald trump's tweet saying mm -hmm. that this is uh, i can't remember what the context was or something like that but they kind of said that this tweet will not show because of these reasons or whatever or he said law and order that mm. is what he tweeted if i'm not mistaken that was during the riots you know that were in the aftermath of the the shooting um, uh, of the black man so he tweeted in caps uh, law and order and that was considered as inflammatory by twitter so uh, they kind of hit that tweet and there was a show on times now and i said look the whole point of uh, why i am always against banning hate speeches because this is all subjective somebody is deciding what is hate and what is not and this can't be right because i, I as you know i am a free speech absolutist uh, let me rephrase that because many people say well free speech absolutist might mean that anything no i i think the closest that i come to accepting is the us first amendment which is that uh, you uh, free speech is absolute uh, of course there is a dichotomy there but anyhow they say that obviously you can't have an army man being arrested and uh, you know by the enemy and uh, disclosing all the secrets under free speech so i mean th there are some caveats very few caveats but i think as far as it comes to religion i'm an absolute uh, believer in free speech that uh, uh, you know you you cannot you cannot decide something has offended your religious sensibilities and you cannot nobody who uh, who quotes or comments on religion should be imprisoned or jailed under offending religious sensibilities in india we have that law as you know section 295a uh, so that is that is my starting and ending position so uh, on that show i i made it very clear that look in fact i quoted uh, i can't remember which quranic verse i quoted but it was e eerily similar to what actually happened to me i or maybe it was that i said look i i being a hindu if i say that uh, i forbid uh, muslim women marrying hindu men or hindu men, i can't quite remember um, uh, would you call me a bigot so one of the panelists said yes you are a bigot and i said look this is what the quran quotes that you know uh, it is forbidden for muslim men to marry polytheist women and vice versa now what i said was considered as bigoted by this muslim panelist but he reads it every day he doesn't consider that as bigoted so obviously in his mind he has uh, uh, you know he has uh, kind of bifurcated that whatever is the word of god is not hateful but uh, if somebody paraf not even paraphrases it quotes it if a human quotes it then that is hateful now you know that, that's that's laughable to be honest so and that you can extend it to any platform and as far as my reckoning is that when you call twitter or facebook or any other social media platform a platform that is what it is because the moment you start deciding editorializing then it doesn't remain a platform anymore it's like saying that uh, on this platform only rajdhani express is allowed to come gomti mm -hmm. express nahi aayegi ya uh, level up nahi aayegi level it's not a platform anymore so mm -hmm. uh, you know there has to be absolute freedom of expression that would include uh, uh, you know blasphemy that would include offending religious sensibilities of course the caveat being that if somebody is inciting a mob or like i said the first amendment imminent threat 
and that same goes for sedition laws and all that so uh, that that has been my position and i think uh, it was vindicated when twitter decided to allow uh, me to come back and to allow for that uh, verse to stay even though inadvertently willingly or otherwise their algorithms or a human being considered that verse as hateful you see what i mean Yeah, and you know the irony in this entire thing is that they 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 suspended your account for literally quoting a religious text, and right now on Twitter there is a huge hashtag called desecrate the Quran, okay, which is full of videos which have hmm. people tearing the Quran, uh, tearing pages of the Quran, spitting on the Quran, and doing all kinds of weird things to the Quran, and not even a single video there was suspended. so that uh, takes me to the main core question do you think there is when it comes to the way twitter is conducted now it could be a algorithmic problem as you rightfully said but do you see an inherent asymmetry and a bias in the platform itself and that bias depends on the politics of the country yeah so uh, i i think the starting position has to be that of course there is a bias and in fact the twitter ceo jack has admitted that twitter has a left leaning bias in in front of a senate hearing you know if I, if i'm not mistaken i can't quite remember what exactly he said but this is what he said and which is true uh but I, but you know it's the same in journalism as well it's the same in uh, you know uh, non stem fields uh, bias creeps in now you can say that uh, uh, you can decide the percentage you can say that look there is a 10% right wing bias and 90% left but it's definitely not 50 50 that is my assessment uh there is pronounced left wing bias on all in all fields that are non science and i think that is in in our in our countries especially and people have collected data for example they find that uh what was it in in american uh, american fac- non stem faculty 95% are uh, democrats 5% I, i can't quite remember so you know this left leaning thing is there is the truth you can't just deny it um so that there's that the other thing is that um in some instances stupidity takes over for example even though i completely disagree with this guy called sanjay hegde who is apparently a lawyer he had uh, on on twitter uh, a background photograph i think background dp is what it's called it was a very famous photograph can't remember who took it but it is a collection of uh, people who are giving the nazi salute and there is one guy who isn't who has his arms crossed and it's a very powerful photograph you know that's that's like defiance and it's it's very powerful so he had that and twitter suspended his account because according to twitter nothing uh, that uh, that is nazi insignia or anything that has reference to nazism will be allowed now that's that's so stupid because here is something a photograph that is actually uh, being critical <laughs> being critical of uh, nazis um so i don't know where that thing is his is i i stood up for him even though i got a lot of uh, you know flack for that but i i think doing the right thing means that you don't have to consider uh, uh, uh you know the person who has been slighted or who's been uh, you know victimized it's not a it's, it's a moral stand so twitter goes the other way as well but of course uh, my assessment is that more often than not it actually tilts hugely in the favor of the left wing um but that's that and that is only natural because you bring human component in and uh, a lot of people uh, in fact th- there is this thing people who aren't objective they love saying that you cannot bring objectivism you know in 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 any field 
that's absolute rubbish absolute rubbish you know yeah. in science there is complete objectivism of course you can decide what field uh, uh, you know you're going to pursue in science so for example you can uh, there, there can be a right wing or left wing bias in the kind of fields you uh, decide that scientists should pursue uh, but once you pursue any given field in science how can it be left wing or right wing because it's based on discovery it's based on evidence it's based on reproducibility i mean to give you an example the science minister tomorrow can say that look we are going to give 2 billion dollars uh, to do research on uh, uh, you know cow or uh, cow urine or something like that so you can say yes there is a bias because he's deciding the subjects to be pursued the money to be given to the subjects based on his ideology fair enough but once you start pursuing it once you start to discover and investigate whether indeed cow urine has properties that are over and above human urine incidentally you have a thread on that and there is no difference between the antibacterial properties of cow urine versus human urine but cow urine is antibacterial but what i'm saying you know what i mean so you know once you start investigating that where is the ideology it is based on the proof so either cow urine is antibacterial or it isn't so uh, you know people say oh you can't in journalism of course you can be objective uh, it's it's only people who aren't objective in order to cushion their own bias they love professing this and a lot of left fingers say this that look i can't there, there is no objective people who say that they are objective are so there is a difference between neutral being neutral and being objective i'm not neutral you know as i've said before 78 i think 2013 i i wrote it in a blog that to be neutral is actually to take sides in effect like and i took the example of switzerland switzerland in the world war was neutral in effect it actually took the side you know of hitler so a lot of loot and everything of nazis they went to switzerland still there they're still fighting cases but you can be objective you know so that's that, that's the opinion and once you have any algorithm that is deciding what is hate what is not what is offending somebody what is not what is contempt of court what is not these are all human subjective decisions and of course errors would creep in because a you will not never be able to perfectly define what is hate speech you know uh, mm. so that's my stand and i think twitter should go it's a platform it should remain one you know what uh, i don't know what your views are i just uh, just one question and then we'll move on to the sure. next part but uh there there is a significant dichotomy here uh, and this happens not just with twitter i think it's with facebook twitter instagram just the social media monster in general that they seem to be pretending to be technology platforms but they behave like media platforms because the moment you you can't dead name uh, a person on twitter right you can't say a person who has uh, transformed from ex female to a male you can't use their previous name on twitter you uh, your account will be suspended forever like there are oh, certain really? guidelines oh yeah 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 you can't dead name it's called dead naming so my point is that if they claim to be a technology platform then why do they behave like a media platform so how does one solve this dichotomy that these platforms and and they are monopolies now so in a way they are the biggest threat to freedom of expression too don't you think absolutely and you know somewhere along the line i think uh, once a platform gathers uh, uh, popularity they i i think it's is the same in the field of journalism as well you know there is this trp race you can't you can't deny it. there are those uh, channels who act holier than thou say that oh we are not into trp of course they are everyone is in trp race you know unless you're talking about bbc of the 60s and 70s where it was mandated by the government that you have a role to play and uh, 
for example, like Doordarshan. But of course, it becomes a propaganda channel in our country, of course, Indira Did you know, for example, that Indira Gandhi banned BBC for two years, uh, you know, because they said something against her. So, um, and even BBC has a pronounced uh, leftist tilt. As I said, most of the uh, non-science fields have that. Uh, your question pertains to the fact whether that should be allowed and why does that happen? That, Kushal, that simply happens because there's a human angle, human touch involved. You want something bigger. Now, let me give you an example. Just one example. You have uh, a real nasty hit job filled with fake news of an article printed, let us say, in published in one of those left-wing pronounced left-wing platforms. Um, if you ignore it, you probably get 10 eyeballs, right? Mm -hmm. But if you are incensed by it, and if some left, uh, let's say some right winger tweets and say, this is ridiculous, what crap it is. You immediately, so you give traction. It's all about traction. And mm. the, the problem when that, when traction creeps into journalism, you can write any shit. In fact, it pays to write shit. Because if you're logical and sensible, maybe 10 people will read it. But if you're completely, uh, you know, off your rocker, a million people would read it. So that is the reason why you would compare, for example, an army general to uh, General Dyer, or you would write all sorts of absolutely nonsensical things because that sells. That would give, so subjectivity gives eyeballs, you know, objectivity doesn't. And that is, oh, very rarely it does. But that period is gone. If you look at, if you statistically were to see and divide the uh, popular articles in all, uh, uh, all media, I'm saying, uh, uh, being wing, wing agnostic, you would find that most of those articles are not just a reasoned critique. They're actually completely over the top with, uh, you know, insinuation, slander, vilification, and all sorts of things. And that is what sells. So platforms have decided that, and Twitter has decided it, that if we, for example, just to give you one example, so they block my account, and this is a very hypothetical thing. Uh, you know, and for the next 10 days, so many people, I'm very grateful to them. You know, they supported me and that those things were trending. And in thousands, tens of thousands of tweets, the the handle of Twitter was added. What it is doing is it's actually giving uh, uh, eyeballs to this handle Twitter. So even if you, so as the adage goes, bad publicity is also good publicity. These guys have realized it, you know, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah. All right. So you use the words being completely off your rocker. So, <laughs> so let, 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 let's let's talk about something that has been off the rocker uh, in the last few days. And obviously, I mean, famously, I'm embroiled in it too. But uh, I think it, <laughs> I think the the uh, nation who, wants. To... <laughs> you you're not satisfied that you guys have been reading. I have been reading so let's talk about it let's talk about the elephant in the room so what are your views on the whole kali ma and atheism controversy what 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 do you want to say i want to hear your views out now so pehle to uh you know on i'll get a lot of flack from our mutual friend rahul roshan because <laughs> over the last over the last one and a half years, in fact, if you remember, 23rd May was it that uh, Modi was elected for the second yeah. term? I think 23rd May. Yeah. And on 24th, I wrote an article in Op India saying that uh, let's let's all let the non-left fight. Okay, 
और उसके बाद से जब भी लड़, जब भी लड़ाइयां होती हैं मुझे बहुत गालियां पड़ती हैं साली तुमने कहा था कि लड़ो बट वट आई मैं this is this is where law, left wing would uh, no, left wing is archaic because they don't they don't want to fight for ideas every idea has to be fought and deliberated it's like a competition yeah. it's almost darwinian in its nature yeah. you know let let the best ideas let, or the worst ideas let all ideas compete and yeah. whatever idea wins actually wins so you know that was my thesis like in people took it aur uske baad se jab bhi ladaiyan hui bahut hoti hai you know right wingers fight non left people fight तो उसमें मुझे वो मीम याद आता है राजू का एक मीम है वो बहुत आता है कि नो वो ऐसे कर रहा है हाँ ये कर लो पहले यू नो लड़ लो सो राजू लड़ लो पहले लड़ लो बाद में सब धर्म और वो सब की बात करना पहले लड़ लो बट यू नो टू टू कम बैक टू दिस सो दिस इज समथिंग विच इज क्वाइट इंपॉर्टेंट एंड i uh, i think it would uh, i think it would help a lot of your viewers and audience if i if i were to you know talk uh, in detail about a lot of aspects that are associated with this but sure. before i do that i i can't quite remember the name of the guy so can you just fill up uh, on what actually the controversy is because i don't want to go wrong in uh, you know attributing things that might be uh, you know misplaced oh, so this, what, what so exactly this, was it about yeah. so the whole story is that these people these ex muslims were actually desecrating the quran so in that process there was this one ex muslim who said a tweet that oh look at these uh, right wingers they burnt the quran and this has led to riots in sweden abhi us ex muslim ki hinduon ne leni shuru kar di kyunki tu hypocrite hai us ex muslim ka naam hai abdullah samir and let me tell you he is a hypocrite for doing what he did so he because he had put up a a photo of a hindu goddess and said uh, i don't find anything obscene in it and then this hypocrite is now justifying that oh why are you burning the quran look right wingers are doing this and it is burning so this guy got attacked and then i don't know what has happened then in, uh, then it goes to this guy who runs this platform called atheist republic his name is armin nawabi and Atheist Republic is the largest social media platform of atheism, not just in America, in the world. By the way, it is in the world. They have the largest platform. So he But then what's goes. What's his? Sorry to interrupt. What's his quality? Is he a scientist or is he a? No, uh, he's someone I from think, humanities or. Uh, I think because, he, one of the things I'll also discuss is the various. Uh, uh, you know. I think a, I, I, I think I think a humanities background, not not a scientist. I don't think so. He's from a science background, but I I don't know. So I I'll keep my uh, answer reserved on that one. But so he see he then picked up that photo and he made the comment as everybody knows. And then वहाँ से शुरू हुआ ये पूरी controversy and I don't need to say the rest. uh you also know kya hua hai so this yeah. is the entire story so basically then it was about army nawabi on and twitter uh, hindus and the irony in all this is let me tell you everybody is after army nawabi actually aag to abdullah samir ne lagayi so sab army nawabi ke piche pade hain main nahi bol raha hu na padho aap aapki choice hai aapko jo karna karo but this is the thing so they put up a photo of uh, kaliwa and he said what what's wrong in this i i think it's sexy this that whatever they said and then people found it offensive and it just led to one thing led to another then they they start attacking his family then he ups the ante then he makes even more obscene tweets they up the ante tum log tum log kahan se aa gaye matlab tum beech mein kahan se aa gaye you know you are a friend of this guy or no i know this guy i've invited him once on the podcast and the worst part is my tweet thread 
was actually disagreeing with him in in my brain i said hindu gods and goddesses and hindu religion portrays the entire uh, pantheon of emotions logo ne sirf maine wo hot and sexy word kyun likha usko pakad liya main nahi keh raha hu ki devotees look at the gods like that main keh raha hu ki through the scriptures every bhav comes out and i explained it now the problem is mere piche iske liye aaye harsh ne kya likha ki he is a shock jock he has his own value now i don't like when he does it to hinduism but if i have to look at it from a freedom of speech point of view he is an equal opportunity offender but let me tell you i don't like when he does it to hinduism now what did harsh say he did not say anything ab kanchanda ne to kuch nahi bola kanchanda ne bola ki koi hamare bhagwan ki agar ninda karega hum hum usko ignore karenge so ek ek karke jo free speech supporters hain और जिसमें तुम सबसे आगे हो तो सबको गालियां पड़ी अभी सबको पड़ गई है तो ऐसा थोड़ा होता है अभी तुम्हें पढ़नी चाहिए अभी बोलो <laughs> आ जाओ ये ये कर लो पहले नो सो ओके सो नाउ आई अंडरस्टूड व्हाट द होल थिंग इज लेट्स लेट्स गो प्रॉब्ली वन बाय वन एंड आई थिंक सो आई थिंक द फर्स्ट थिंग दैट वी मस्ट डिसाइड ऑन इज हु इज एन एथिस्ट हु इज अ कोट एंड कोट प्रॉपर एथिस्ट मतलब बहुत सारे प्रिटेंडर्स भी हैं मतलब सारे कॉम्युनिस्ट जो है वो अपने आप को एथिस्ट कहते हैं एज रबिश यू नो सो आई थिंक इट्स ओनली फेयर दैट इफ वन कॉल्स हिमसेल्फ और हर सेल्फ एन एथिस्ट वन नीड्स टू प्रोवाइड एन एक्सप्लेनेशन फॉर इट यू नो आई एम सेंग इट्स ओनली फेयर आई एम नॉट सेंग इट्स कंपल्सरी यू आर फ्री टू कॉल योर सेल्फ एनीथिंग यू वॉन्ट बट एंड द रीजन फॉर दैट इज दैट यू कैन से दैट लुक i just consider myself as an atheist you consider yourself as a believer now the person who's believing has given you a reason why he is a believer why he is not an atheist is he believes in god he believes in divinity he believes in spirituality he believes in reincarnation he believes in uh, so many things that religion has endowed and if you say look i don't believe in that I, you have to give a rational explanation otherwise you are also a believer that is what my thinking is. so if somebody says look i am an atheist you can't just say look i'm i'm atheist because i feel feel like so you can but i mean that that that's silly so according to me uh, i think if an atheist uh, or if a person says he's an atheist you give a logical explanation and a logical explanation in today's world uh, maybe 100 200 years before that you could you could say yes it's all right you can call yourself an agnostic but now if you say you are an atheist it has to be based on scientific principles now i know a lot of people would say look that's a western lens of looking at it no that's a that's a science that's a human lens of looking at it and i i don't uh, you know i've always said ki main science ki taraf se you know baki sare kisi bhi taraf se ho jo mere man mein aata hai main wo keh deta hu and that is based on what i believe are the scientific principles so uh, you know you, you could for example say that you are an atheist because you believe in darwinian evolution fair enough but the point is you must also realize that darwin's theory wasn't absolutely settled it was it is called a theory right and for 100 years it's still called a theory but i think that's an error because it has now become an axiom that is it is a fact it is irrefutable mm-hmm. yeah. right and that has happened only in the last 15 20 years through the advent of molecular biology techniques and mm-hmm. i've i've said this before you know genome sequencing has told you how we've all developed uh, you know from a single cell even before that and uh, then came uh, stemma or uh, before that uh, uh, you know was the um, i forget yeah uh, who's who's the guy I, I'm, i'm sorry i can't remember 
the uh, angiogenesis uh, miller stanley stanley miller uh, stammer zostak so so many people have contributed to this fact that now darwin's theory is not a theory anymore it's an axiom and if you mm-hmm. believe in that and i do believe in that and i add to that for example hubble you know hubble's experiment that you know the mm-hmm. basically the creation of the big bang that is also irrefutable now if you do that that is a rational explanation that god for me does not exist because i've just given you two reasons because if god existed according to religion you know he would be conducting so many miracles starting from constructing this universe in 6 days and you know earth is flat and moon is split into two and uh, you know people are walking on water and so many things the beginning of course is that god created man now if i've given you a reasonable explanation that look that is not true according to me then reasonably i can say yes rationally i have logic to tell you that i am i am an atheist now if people don't provide that then you are within your rights to go after those people and say look you you are as good or as bad as a believer so that's according to me that is what atheism is and these uh, communists they they're not they're not atheists in that sense that's why i i've started i've started adding this label to atheism darwinian atheist i know it's not complete because then you have to explain also you know what it is but it's it's different from a communist atheism uh, you know believers in stalin and lysenko and all that you know rubbish science and they they were not believers in darwin to begin with you know hmm. so that's that now let's come to this so and and i've already told you in the beginning that according to me anybody who quote unquote blasphemes or says anything against any religion should not be arrested so that is again my starting point so we have two starting points now i'm sorry if i'm blabbering but i think it's important no 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 no, no. you know yeah, give yeah, the whole background ha matlab dant khane se pehle na apna pura wo bana lo yeah acha i just i just want to add one thing apparently somebody has corrected me on the live chat army nawabi is from a science background uh, molecular biology okay i see all right hmm. well you know i i don't know what to say he could have fooled me but um, so let's let's come to the second stage now. Uh, which is about hinduism and other religions and i'm basically i look i'm not a vidwan in that sense right so anything that i do please don't take it as uh, the ultimate truth it's not it's not it's just my opinion so i i may be wrong that who was it who said uh, i would never was it burton russell said i would never die for my beliefs i may be wrong so uh, i think that that is also one of the things that i always carry in my pocket uh, so i believe hinduism is different from all other religions i think it is bigger than religion in my sense it is a way of life and i have said this before there's nothing new that i i believe that the religion component of hinduism of course it's there is an offshoot of the way of life whereas in islam the way of life is an offshoot of the religion okay and once you understand this distinction you can see that which which uh, theology or way of life religion slash religion would be amenable to change because way of ways of lives are always amenable to change you know we, we have changed our ways of life uh, you know most rapidly of course in the last 50 years but over the past millennia centuries before we've all ways of life change uh, a religion doesn't i mean obviously it is it's been consecrated in in stone so in islam you can't change even one full stop in quran what was said what was written down yeah, you know in in 700 or 1300 years ago will always remain till eternity because that has been told to be so you can't change it hmm. so that's that's the the third principle that i want to um now that we have established this and we have established that anybody in his right in his right can criticize any religion i don't see any reason why the opposite should also not apply 
i.e. that if you are a free speech absolutist, you are criticizing a religion, a god, a deity. Uh, why shouldn't you also be criticized or abused? You know. Now, just to give you one example, and there are many from my distant family who are absolute worshippers of their own gods, like millions of Hindus are, so many other people are. Abs and by absolute, I mean absolute. You know, the day begins and, uh, uh, you know, the day ends. And during that time, all they are thinking of or, or what they're doing is they are saying that we are doing it because God has allowed us to do this, the prayers and everything. So it is but natural that so many Indian gods uh, or Hindu gods, they think of them as divine, you know, they, so in the sense that they put them on a pedestal, of course, being God, A, you do it like that, but it, it is something more than just divinity, it is obsession, you know. Now, when you insult someone who is obsessed with, let us take the example out here of Goddess Kali. Many people say that, look, this is, um, uh, it is one of the crores of gods. Uh, what is the harm in that? But you tell that to the guy who is so obsessed in, uh, you know, considering uh, goddess Kali as supreme, divine, everything that I'm doing on earth is because of her. You know what I mean? It's, it's just complete obsession. And when you insult, uh, quote unquote, again, in, again, insult what you consider, you, you are in your rights to... If you accept that as coming from an, uh, a status of absolute freedom of expression, then I, I believe that the person who has said things that have offended you uh, should also be able to accept things that he or she considers as you know, divine or is obsessed with it. So, uh, you know, starting, I think, I think it is wrong for people to object for him. I forget his name again, Nawabi, Nawabi to object or take uh, umbrage when somebody is insulting people who he feels maybe dead or alive are so close to him when he himself is objecting or abusing or slandering or whatever you may call it uh, offending people uh, uh, you know goddesses who are so close to people so for example if somebody considers goddess kali as his or her mother you insult uh, you say some things you should when you do that you should also be ready okay to um, uh, to be to be able to take the abuses uh, against people who you consider maybe literally or your mothers or people who you're obsessed with. Now, okay, so this is the starting logic, but of course there is a caveat in this because there is this. I would call it is absurdism. It's ab absurd has been. Uh, it's a philosophical connotation. You know, it by in in colloquial terms, you may say absurd means it's silly, stupid. No, mm. this is absurd logic because. Uh, if I were to now, I'm really talking as a bunch of cells. But the point is, if, if I'm looking at, uh, you know, something which is so completely, I'm looking at at an angle, I'm completely detached from it. Uh, so A, I don't have a skin in the game because I'm not religious. And B, over and above that, I'm looking at it something which is something ruthlessly objectively. And the reason why I say it's absurd is that that comparison you're making between someone who thinks God is his mother and the other person has his own flesh and blood mother. So it is a, I believe that that logic is absurd because tomorrow you may say that, look, I believe uh, this stone is God and I'm absolutely obsessed with it and you abused it. Uh, it is the same as, uh, so you should not take umbrage if I abuse your mother. I'm, 
I don't know whether you're able to see the distinction there. I, it, I know it's, what it's, a, it's a slight distinction, but it does not take away from the fact that people who profess absolute freedom of speech should be able to take abuses uh, like that. So I'm I'm actually surprised and disappointed that he started. Maybe I don't know the whole story. If he was playing victim by saying that look, you don't abuse my mother and all that. He's I, the oh, one he didn't say you don't abuse my mother. He was just quote tweeting and telling people that look what they've come down to. Well, uh, well, in a way that to, yeah, in, it in, is. A, in a way he was he, he was angry and sad and playing victim. If if he is doing that, you know, if at the moment if he says otherwise, you put a rider saying look, guys, I don't mind. And let me tell you a fact, Kushal, that you know, uh, on Twitter on social media, you have to take a lot of shit. You have to be prepared for it, and uh, you know mostly you can ignore it, but you can also fish out the abuses and quote tweet, and you know then those you you give attention, and then in a way you're also seeking attention, because if you're giving attention to a troll, you're also seeking attention from a lot of your followers who are going to abuse that troll. So you you are actually elevating yourself. And this is a competition that's going on. Uh, by the way, uh, you know I've been abused a lot. I don't. I've never talked about it. I never. I can't remember an instance where I've uh, quote tweeted somebody who's abused me, but I'll tell you during demonetization and my objection to it, I wrote five articles, ten thousand more than ten thousand words, and all rationally defining why my objections are to demonetization. And for a month and a half, I was viciously abused. In fact, Yogini would stand testament. She came to my defense once when people were abusing my late parents and my wife and photo and all that stuff was going on, but. Uh, you know, if, if if you are a free speech absolutist, then you should be able to take it. So that is that is the fourth point that we have discussed. Now let's come to the final two points, which is a lot of articles have been written. I think I just read uh, dear Nupur's article on Op India. I I do disagree a lot with what she said, but I think it's great that she's written. So there is this view that you know, uh, when we say see things through a Western lens, we make the error of false equivalence. I think it's. There's something to be said about that, but I think what a lot of us have started doing is unnecessarily denigrating, uh, uh, you know, a Western lens. I I don't know what that Western lens is. Of course, if you're really ignorant uh, Westerner, then you might be looking at things, uh, uh, you know, about India and Hinduism through a lens, through your lens. But why would you presuppose that every Westerner is ignorant? You know, and every view that comes out of it, every advancement of, let's face it. Uh, we were great in science and mathematics and everything, but over the last four, five hundred years, the real renaissance in science has actually come from the West. Of course, uh, uh, you know it has been buttressed by colonialism. So, as I say, Newton did not. If Newton looked further, uh, uh, you know he did not stand on the shoulder of giants to yep. look further in science. He stood on the shoulders of colonials who actually annihilated vast populations, made his land richer. So that he didn't have to worry about uh, you know two square meals and he could concentrate on doing science. If India was as rich as Britain for the last four five hundred years, we would have had as many if not more discoveries. So everything mm -hmm. is uh, uh, you know everything is connected. So uh, you know let let's not denigrate West or Western lens as uh, you know that everyone in the West or everyone who professes a scientific point of view not necessarily and scientific points of view need not necessarily be Western science Western point of views or Western science point of view. It is science, you know. It it is in front of you. Reproducible evidence is in front of you. It's not that just because West has done it, uh, you know, it is Western uh, lens. No, it is scientific lens. Yeah. And a lot of Indians do believe in that. So I think that 
that connection also uh, uh, is is a bit thin. Then finally, there is this view uh, uh, that you know that Hindus consider their gods as sacred, and so any obsession or a sexual nature is objectification. Now, this objectification, frankly, is uh, is something that is used a lot, and it can. I'm not denying it that it happens. Of course, it happens. Uh, but it can also be infatuation, obsession. You know, you you may wrongly club it as objectification, and uh, I, I I'm not qualified enough to give you instances in Hindu uh, Puranas and Hindu scriptures where bhakts have been so obsessed and infatuated, uh, uh, you know, of a nature which is beyond divinity or looking at their gods and goddesses as uh, uh, you know just deities. Uh, I don't know, so I'm not fit enough to comment on that but i am saying please do not discard that that may also happen that you mm-hmm. may think of your god being so obsessed with it in love with it uh, that you know you are not going to deny uh, feelings that are other than objectification why why deny that thing so you know that that uh, i think in that view is also a little bit thin finally uh, and which also comes out from what nupur has uh, written in her which I, I feel is really thin, and this is the last point I'm going to make on this, is this view that you know Hindus can support desecration of Islam because Islam has oppressed and continues to oppress, while Hinduism doesn't. So I think that is also thin because uh, you are looking at it from, a, from an eye of uh, a Hindu who uh, is completely ignoring 2,000 years of uh, uh, you know, uh, discrimination through Hindu religion slash way of life. Now, it's very so tightly intertwined in the last 2000 years, very difficult to separate them. But are you saying that Hinduism as a religion or as a way of life did not oppress, did not discriminate? That is completely wrong. So otherwise, you give me a reason why Ambedkar wanted to burn Manu Smriti. You know, yes. you, are, you are denying people who were, uh, who were oppressed for thousands of years through Hindu scriptures. Now, there again, a distinction needs to be made, and I've written about this, that, you know, 2000 years before, uh, uh, you know, there was a vigorous mixing between all Indian populations, ANI, ASI, whatever, and then came Manuspriti, and population genetics also has shown this, and then endogamy started. But can you deny that it started? I mean, can you deny that there has been uh, discrimination, there has been oppression, that caste-based or non-caste-based, or, you know, if you want to go uh, through the... Fault, faulty logic of Mahatma Gandhi of hereditary Varna, you know, also the basic point is that Hinduism has also oppressed, right, uh, for thousands of years. You want to put a date to it, I can't exactly put a date to it, but, you know, it is not, yes, it has oppressed less than other religions, but tell that to the guy who has been oppressed, you know. Yeah. So, there again, a privilege comes to it. So, out of ignorance or out of uh, cushioning the oppression of Hinduism, I think it's not right. If you want to be completely detached on objective about it, uh, all religions have oppressed. In, in Hinduism, religion slash way of life has oppressed. So, if somebody, if a Hindu is supporting desecration of Quran or Islam because he doesn't agree with some verses there and he says that, look, this is oppressing, you can't turn around and say, look, Hinduism isn't oppressing. You talk to the guy who's been oppressed by Hinduism. You know, talk to Ambedkar, talk to a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, uh, Dalits. They would have a totally different story. You've got to accept that. You can't just ignore, uh, you know, your thing. Finally, yes. I would like to say as so all these three, four, the fourth point is that, you know, 
there's this guy called uh, who's a finance minister of Kerala. He's a, he's a communist, Thomas Isaac, I think. So yeah, he yeah. said, "Happy, happy Onam, and uh, you know Vishnu or uh, Vamana. He cheated. We're not celebrating that. It's complete ignorance." So I, I I tweeted, and that tweet went viral. I said, "Look at this profound ignorance, or I kind of I said such profound ignorance about Hindu mythology and canon can only come from someone who's a communist and who's belongs to a cult that has killed." 100 million people. So there, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people took umbrage to my saying Hindu mythology. A lot of uh, comments, some of them very angry, some of them uh, not so angry, but uh, hundreds of comments were, no, this is not mythology, this is history. Now, if I respond on Twitter, then it starts to start. You know, So I think this is this is right time if I can just uh, elaborate why I called it Hindu mythology. So, uh, you know, I don't mind people calling it history. Okay. And the history being that Vamana, he put his foot on, uh, you know, it was Bali and Vamana and he put his foot on the three uh, domains, uh, you know, and he put his foot on the earth and everything. And people believe that as history. People also believe that, uh, you know, prophet uh, in Islam, he uh, took his last journey on a winged mule. They believe that. People believe that uh, Jesus walked on water, he turned, uh, uh, you know, water to wine and so many things. They say it is history. Now, am I, am I going to fight with them? No, I don't. But please don't force me to think that is history, right? I, I, because if I believe according to my, my thinking, rational scientific thinking, you may disagree with it. I don't deny your right to abuse me or disagree with it. But I, I don't believe in reincarnation. I don't believe that somebody can put his one foot on uh, on the whole earth. I don't believe it. So it is, according to me, it is not a historical fact. It is mythology. So many things, miracles and everything. It's wonderful. It is literature. Uh, you know, religion is literature. It's wonderful. Uh, but according to me, these facts and other things are mythology. So a lot of people think that's history. perfectly all right. I have never demeaned or disagreed with, uh, you know, or abuse someone who believes in religion. But somebody, I'm saying that you can abuse me for not believing in that. Fair enough. But I'm just giving you the reasons why I believe that is mythology. Now, somebody say, well, if you believe that is mythology, then what right do you have in correcting Thomas Isaac? Because mythology may anything goes. Yeah, mm. you know, mythology, for example, mythology may, according to me, the mythology is you have Dashavatara. Now, if somebody says, Nahi, nahi hai, 20 avatars. So obviously, you know, you're not going by the, the established Hindu mythology. So if tomorrow somebody uh, says that, look, this is I, because it is mythology, anything goes, no, that's also wrong. So you can't just say that, no, according to me, because you're saying it is mythology, I can say tomorrow that they are 20 avatars of Vishnu. Well, they're established Dasha avatar. So let's go with that. If you can prove to me there are 20 avatars, then you go with that. So... I hope I've clarified the situation on this. Yeah, I yeah, took, yeah. Uh, rather a long time. Thank you for uh, withstanding no, 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 no. that. It's, but it's, just, very, uh, it's very important to clarify these things. And uh, here's my thing. I think another point that we need to understand, and, and I have one more question to ask after that too, and then we'll take the live viewers' questions because there are too many they're asking. So, you know, there's often this point raised that, you know, why should atheists comment on religion? 
they have no skin in the game i have never understood this mindset actually everybody has skin in the game and hear me out and then i want to hear your views too because religion is an all encompassing system that actually influences every single an aspect of society in a way that you know your cultural zeitgeist is influenced by religion other if religion does not influence your societal reality why would the directive principles of uh, the constitution say cow slaughter is uh, you know should be banned it is religion interfering so to say that as a atheist why do you comment on religion or as a disbeliever or as a agnostic or as a skeptic or as i call myself as a charvaka why do you comment on other things अरे बाबा करेंगे ना हमारी लाइफ इफेक्ट होती है उससे हर आदमी की होती है टू से दैट यू हैव नो स्किन इन द गेम वेल देन इफ दैट लॉजिक इज देन देन डोंट कमेंट ऑन एनीथिंग बिकॉज इफ यू आर नॉट फ्रॉम दैट फील्ड सो इफ आई एम लाइक अ क्लार्क इन अ ऑफिस देन आई शुड ओनली हैव स्किन इन द गेम एंड क्लार्क किरी आई कैन नॉट टॉक अबाउट यू नो एनीथिंग एल्स सो दैट्स नॉट फेयर राइट और व्हाट आर योर व्यूज ऑन दैट नो आई कंप्लीटली एग्री विद यू एंड इन फैक्ट I, I would say I would go a little bit further. I, you are absolutely right that religion. We are prisoners of religion. We are prisoners of religious dictates. We are prisoners of, uh, 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 you know, things that are. To give you one example, in 2011 census, uh, and this is something that really shocked me and has forever shocked me. In the 2011 census, it came out that 155 million. let me repeat that 155 million indian infants aged 1 to 3 were classified as hindu muslim sikh and isai can you believe it now if you talk uh, did the census lady or the census man knock on the door and accost a infant crying infant in diapers 1 to 3 and ask are you a hindu are you so the fact is that religion is thrust upon you you know you don't have time uh, and i don't know frankly of very many muslims who would uh, uh, you know when they reach an age beyond being an impressionable age or adolescence they would forsake their religion i can't i mean 100 200 million muslims maybe a handful would say i don't want to be a muslim anymore it's very difficult in their religion because obviously the punishment for apostasy is death so you know there cannot be any catharsis in that sense but even amongst hindus uh, uh, you know <clears throat> majority still remain hindu of course a lot of them are converted and uh, uh, you know through uh, uh, what do you call them coercion and uh, you know giving a lot of incentives and all that so that's a it's a different matter i'm talking of spiritually philosophically if you believe in one religion and you are trained to believe in that religion for 10 15 years formative years of your life i i dare say very few would change that right and mm. uh, that is obviously minuscule in islam that is also not very many in hinduism maybe in, mm-hmm. so you could turn into an atheist if you're christian or a hindu or something in muslims it's very very rare now if that is the case that means you see the whole religion has on matlab yahi nahi ki state bhi aap pe laws wo laga raha hai jo ki in many cases uh, i've said half a dozen constitutional amendments and directive principles are religious in nature so we are actually not secular you know we we haven't we haven't dissociated religion with the state so we are not secular in that sense for a start billions of dollars are taken from hindu temples you know the state gets it so you know if you're secular then you won't do that for a start um, mm. but in any sense there are many directive principles there are constitutional amendments that uh, you know that have imbibed uh, religious dictates or natures in them uh, so 
as an atheist as someone who doesn't belong to uh, doesn't uh, believe in religion or believes in some other religion of course the skin in the game is there because you're being affected by it yeah. if tomorrow in in bengal uh, there was a case right uh, two months ago that there is a diktat of sharia laws i can't quite remember but uh, there would be for example in pakistan if you take an atheist now you know tomorrow like zia brought in hudood ordinances so of course his life was affected why should he not talk about it so uh, uh, you know of course you have a skin in the game yeah and, and just just to prove it with an example i'll give you a beautiful uh, excerpt of savarkar's life and uh, mm-hmm. it, it's from uh, vikram sampath's book brilliant yes. book by it guys yes. so absolutely yeah so it's beautiful how savarkar was being told by his fellow brahmins at that time that oh my god ship mein nahi baithna hota hai shastron mein likha hai ship mein nahi baithna hota hai so udhar mat jana ship mein padhai karne because at that time there was that was only route right if you take you have to sit on a ship so imagine uh, savarkar was a disbeliever savarkar had no skin in the game but skin in the game ho gaya na usko to padhne bhi nahi jaane de rahe the wo log so the point right. is that to say that how does religion affect your life yaar hagana mutlab har cheez mein to aapke wo affect karta hai aapko yaar how do you i mean imagine how islam is wo wuzu ke bhi rules hai yaar shukr hai hinduism ye nahi karta hai magar wuzu ke bhi rules hai islam mein no you see here it's a it's a great example that you have taken which is that uh, you know people told don't cross the ocean and that is in south indian ramayan in fact ramanujam also faced the same quandary when he was to go to cambridge you know you can't cross the oceans you'll be impure and all that stuff so exactly what i said it's a if a way of life if religion is an offshoot of a way of life you can still change it right but if it if it is concentrated or consecrated above your pardon by god that look this is a law you will find it almost impossible to change it and i have written on it that if you change it if you don't believe it in then you are not a true muslim you are a bad muslim according to that definition yeah. so yeah. there are a lot of muslims who don't believe in uh, a lot of verses of quran they're silent about it they not but they believe that they are true muslims i'm sorry you're not <laughs> you know <laughs> so but chalta hai. yeah so one last question before i start taking the live oh, I, I, I i wanted to say this i think that's i was thinking about this just this morning i would broach this topic in a very uh, almost satirical sarcastic way and i hope rahul roshan is listening to this so about <laughs> all this about all this uh, uh, you know last two three days that has been going on i think uh, maybe rahul uh, rahul can spearhead this thing that we should have a a caste agnostic uh, uh, region ag- agnostic language agnostic even religion agnostic uh, varna system for uh, twitters if they want to protect dharma <laughs> so for example let there be twitter warriors okay jab bhi dharma pe danger aayega unko aage badho jaise wo tum logo ko galiyan de rahe the nahi you let you guys be Uh, you know, uh, so like those four. One would be the uh, professing only uh, wisdom, reading. Let you guys be in that slot. तुम तुम्हें जो क्रिटिसाइज करना है करना हो. लेकिन जब धर्मा की वो आएगी डेंजर में होगा. तुम लोग अपना धोती वोती पहन के ऐसे हम लोग करते थे. बिस्तर के ही छुप जाओगे. Warriors आगे आए. Okay. So let that be the case. Let the let Rahul profess this kind of a Varna system for Hindus. Uh, uh you know who want to protect hindu dharma so you have these fighters and it's caste agnostic by the way so i'm not saying only uh, if the kshatriyas will hindu real hindu warriors would be the kshatriyas no it's caste even religion agnostic let me put it that if you want to protect her, her, dharma if you think hindu civilization has got nothing to do with hinduism and uh, you know even a muslim in hindu uh, in india in hindustan is hindu in culturally hindu 
then sure you are also welcome to, uh, you know welcome to do let there be a sect that is only professing business ki ha bhai jo bolna hai bolo hame twitter pe dhanda chalana hai hum wo chalayenge okay so uh, I, i think time ye aa gaya hai ki jaise tum logo ko bahut galiyan padi hain jo warriors ne galiyan di hain वो तुम लोगों को छोड़ दें कि हाँ यार इसको जो है ना बकवास करने तो ये पढ़ाएगा ये पढ़ेगा इसको जो करना है कर लें दो ये हमें बचा नहीं सकता लेकिन ये भाई पुराने जमाने में क्या होता था ब्राह्मण यू नो डिड नॉट गो टू फाइट द वॉर राइट सो यू नो शिवाजी डेड और क्षत्रिया डेड एंड आई एम जस्ट सही सो देवर लेफ्ट टू डू वॉट देवर लेफ्ट टू डू सो दिस इज अस इज अ प्रपोजल टू राहुल You know, help Rahul at uh, at at the rate of ICICI. वो तभी मैं वो prescribe करूँगा. When you make this rule, a varna system for protecting Twitter. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically varna system for tuples uh, to protect dharma. ताकि बार-बार तुम लोगों को गालियाँ ना पड़ें. Yeah, Rahul Roshan. अगर तू सुन रहा है तो देख ले नहीं तो मैं Rahul को बाद में WhatsApp कर दूँगा. ठीक है अच्छा वन लास्ट क्वेश्चन देन वील टेक द व्यूअर्स क्वेश्चन सो हु हैज ओपन्ड योर आईज इन रीसेंट टाइम्स ओके सो दैट्स अ दैट्स अ डिफिकल्ट क्वेश्चन टू आंसर एंड आई एम गोइंग टू नॉट टॉक अबाउट द साइंस डोमेन बिकॉज दैट्स लेट्स कीप दैट अवे बट इन इन टर्म्स ऑफ नॉन साइंटिफिक डोमेन्स आई थिंक इफ आई हैव टू नेम टू पीपल आउट ऑफ thousands who've helped me and inspired me in that sense opened my eyes i think the first one has to be is a guy called uh, media crooks i think he's still there ravi narayan uh, so in 2009 2008 he's the boss so uh, he he actually opened my eyes because at that point of time after having done only reading i started to go into writing um, i used to wait for his blogs like you know i used to wait for newspapers in the morning और कभी नहीं आया तो गुस्सा होता था कि नहीं यू नो एंड इट्स क्वालिटी he was he was one such person he completely opened my eyes in the way you look at media and he was absolute trend setter in that sense in that sense that sense sense dogs and um, uh one was uh, broken windows i remember that you know he wrote on nirbhaya he wrote that and the other one was i think on the day modi uh one in 2014 or for the day before that was called arrival absolute legend um and i in fact i i would call such people as impossible diamonds you know you, they cannot be bought they cannot be he and I, i do agree that you know the more the more you are in the domain non scientific domain if you want to call it that you may you can't but not make friends right you can't but not have associations that make it very difficult for you to detach yourself right uh, otherwise you'll be a hypocrite you know you would uh, if you want to call it that favor is a very negative word connotation but you would help people out you would be quiet when your friend does something wrong you would not criticize that person you would so many things they and it starts to happen automatically but oh, there are very few people i can't think of four or five in human history uh, 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 you know who are what i call impossible diamonds unko kuch farak hi nahi padta wo apne zone mein hote hain 
right you know so even if your dearest friend does something wrong they will say look they will you know they will say this is wrong you can't do this and uh, pasolini was a very famous film director uh, 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 you know he was like that few few other people are like that i dare say mahatma gandhi was like that i am no fan of uh, you know you can the other day somebody was saying i eulogize gandhi bhaiya meri pin tweet dekh <laughs> you know so uh, but the fact is that one thing i admire about gandhi is that no other man i know in recent history has written 100 volumes about anything that came to him in his mind you know anything so he he was completely open and that is something you really acknowledge you you have to be great to do that you have to be in a zone it has to, you have to be in an impossible diamond i'll give you one example you know somebody uh, so gandhi ji was uh, told uh, uh, raja ji raja gopalachari who gandhi said is my conscience and i can't remember the exact he said look i'm going to sleep naked with my uh, niece and raja ji was saying oh bloody hell what the hell you know gandhi ji please don't do this he said no i'm going to do this so raja ji said nobody had the uh, you know courage very few people had the courage to say no you won't do this i said okay do it but gandhi said but you know i don't want to do it secretly let me write about it and take the op- opinion of my followers so and raja said oh my god gandhi ji please do it don't please don't write about it you know please aapko jo karna hai apne aap pe karo likho mat gandhi said no i am going to write and he did he wrote about this should i do this i am going to do this what is your that is entering a zone where you detach yourself from all human associations you uh, you know I, i really respect that so someone who opened my eyes uh, is i would say media crooks in that sense and he remains that it absolutely sterling you can't i don't know of anyone in in the indian media space who has been that detached uh, much to the ire of everyone i would say who's associated uh, with him because sabne gali khai the second person is much easier to uh, remember is of course true indology and uh, the man is uh, is a legend what can i say you know i think is he has totally opened the eyes of so many people so many people are after him because of that um and uh they hate him they slander him so many non left people also jealous envious or whatever and i in fact i i wrote about this that i i was so agog by the facts he's bringing out and his assertions his assertions are like you know those 10 commandments like there exists nothing in puranas uh, that can disprove me i challenge anyone to bring me one shloka yet aapne sara pad liya kuch kuch to hoga you know that is uh, kind of uh, uh, that disproves you so once he said i challenge anyone to bring me uh, any assertion that says that hitler called uh, this uh, bent hook cross as swastika hitler never used the word swastika now yaar पूरी जिंदगी बीत गई हमने 20 30 साल से यही सुना है कि ब्लडी द नाजी सिंबल इज स्वास्तिका हिटलर यूज्ड इट कॉल्ड इट स्वास्तिका मैंने कहा ये नहीं हो सकता कुछ भी हो जाए आई हैव टू आई हैव टू सर्च एंड डिसप्रूव ट्रू इंडोलॉजी एंड सो आई आई टुक द हेल्प ऑफ अ कपल ऑफ फ्रेंड्स एंड वी सर्च थ्रू हिज ओरिजिनल जर्मन स्पीच स्पीचेस हिटलर एंड बिलीव मी इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट बिकॉज़ इन इन इंग्लिश स्पीचेस इट हिटलर इज प्रोफेस्ड टू सेड स्वास्तिका यू नो कोटेड आल्सो स्वास्तिका but original german may can you believe it we must have gone through hundreds of his speeches very difficult to get i don't even remember all those links where i got it from and we went into you know i don't know got one link to another and all that but we finally searched about 100 100 odd even more of his german speeches not once 
गवर्नमेंट and would should have been asked to change the curriculum you know so that the other day he, he brought out the fact that ashoka uh, uh, was already a buddhist before the kalinga war of course mm. i had heard it before i had read it before from sanjeev sanyal but yeah. you know yeah things like that they just they just come out and it's just absolutely astonishing you know the kind of uh, knowledge he has and that he professes and another thing i i would say i have changed my mind two years ago i said look and i've tweeted about this as well that i said look through indology man put all your efforts in writing a book please write a book believe me now i've changed my usko kitab likhni hai nahi likhni hai 10 saal baad likhe and vikram also said uh, people who love through indology they say please write a book sir you know please vikram also said this spend your energies i am totally against it because book mein aap kya karoge jaise zyada 10 logon ko 10 known historical facts distorted facts ko disprove karoge yahan wo har roz 10 logon ko kar now which is more important you know you true indology can write a book uh, that can give you true facts on tipu sultan aurangzeb this that but can he forever be editing that book or bringing new things on that book every day which is what he's doing uh, you know basically uh, putting to dust all those fake narratives on history that 10 12 of them every day so i've changed my view i think he should if he thinks about writing book let him do that but he must continue this i think it's a it is something which is a treasure and it's a real pity that not only our government but so many other people who want to learn are jealous of him of what he does he's and i think he's he's tweeted his photograph is probably young kid 18 20 it's just remarkable so i think out of hundreds i would say uh, i know it it is the whole spectrum but i would say media crooks and true indology they've opened my eyes literally great chalo now i'm going to start taking the audience question so i'll start from the top and oh, then it's been an hour yeah okay, yeah we'll take it. so somebody has asked why are indians obsessed with this revivalism in india to hold on to a glorious past rather than embracing the world as a global civilization uh, why is do you think indians are like that um i i think a lot of indians uh, the way colonial mind thinks it is that they would they have gone in the other direction so mm. what they've done is they might not be glorifying our past but they are hiding our past has been hidden you know so many and uh, to give you just one example that i'm i'm you know the forthcoming book forgotten scientists you know we have forgotten such tremendous advancements that we had made in the field of science what to talk of history and philosophy and uh, you know so uh, is it not right for us it is not pro- is it not proper for us to at least bring it on the table you know you may discard it you may still say look this is still rubbish uh, but we i think we owe it and uh, you know for example fibonacci series just to give you one again true indology he brought this out that baki sab log usko fibonacci series kehte hain bloody fibonacci ki apni kitab mein usne likha ki bhaiya ye indian this is indian series did we know this did i know this no i didn't log kehte newton discovered gravity is wrong you know indian discovered brahmagupta was it who discovered gravity or in whatever you may want to call it 
so why should these facts be brought out? I mean, is it something that we, is it, uh, you know, Sanghi, is it Hindutva? But I think this government, this silly, silly government is overawed and has inferiority complex in that sense that it is worried. It doesn't want to change the where he says, you know, ek koma nahi badla hai. Sharam yeah, I, and I agree. I think no society can build without knowing their past. The India, India ki problem ye rahi hai ki when it comes to Indians, right? There are bad, there are bad things in our past. There are good things in our past. Like right? people, you know, I, I'll give you my own case. Like people, every time say, tell me, how do you live your life? I was like, I live my life on the principles of Krishna's nishkam karma. He's like, but you don't think so? Krishna is uh, divine. I was like, philosophy mein divinity kahan se aagai, bhai? I said, why can't I learn the philosophy of Krishna? Why can't I learn the Niti of Vidur? Why can't I learn Bhishma's lesson in the Mahabharata when he's lying on the bed of arrows? I was like, are you guys crazy? There is so much to learn. Why can't I learn from Plato? Why can't I learn from Aristotle? And if I don't study the past, I can't live my life ahead. So I, yeah, I kind of uh, agree with you that you can never ignore the past and there is no harm in accepting the past. But I guess what the questioner was trying to say is that this, this supremacism should not come in. And that I agree with. We should never have a supremacist attitude. Oh, yeah. yeah, that that I agree yeah, with. So, I, 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 I have said this before. I, I, I believe I have a bunch of cells, right? We are here yeah. through, my belief is through complete chance. And I am I, I, an Ethiopian by heart and mind. Okay, my, my ancestor, if you were to call it, was Lucy. Three and a half million years old. Um, but I have to also add this question that not only we must make our generation learn about the great things about India, but yeah, at least we also should make them unlearn about the wrong things that they have learned, you know, and then give them a choice, you know, aapko fir, uh, you know, so bring into college curriculum this book called The Black Book of Communism, okay, demand that this be one of the books. Logo pata to chale such kya hai? Nations weaken not because of their past, but rather by how they're taught it. Yep, uh, I, I agree with you, Anand. So, Shantuni has said many atheists think that religion should end as it produces illogical and irrational dogmas that always lead to chaos. Should this be the case today? And he also says, belated happy Teacher's Day to both of you. Thank you very much. Uh, no, I, I think, look, if religion. Uh, Okay, how shall I put it? Of course, it is uh, dictatorial. It has diktats in that sense. You may call it many aspects, many religions, totalitarian in their nature. Of course, they are. Uh, but I, I don't I don't see it ending. And the reason for that is that there, there obviously is a reason. There is a human yearning okay, to believe in God. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. right? And I think that yearning is a lot to do. We haven't delved really deep into it. Scientifically, I'm saying. But... Maybe a lot, a mix of fear, a, a, a mix of, you know, wanting some, just just this belief that, uh, uh, you know, you're not alone. You have someone to hold your hand. Or just believe that maybe a belief in, uh, you know, humility for a start. You know, religion teaches you humility that somebody is always greater than you are, bigger than you are. 
so it ha it has a lot of good aspects in that sense in what it makes a human do it has a lot of wrong things that it makes a human do uh, but that is dependent upon humans right so when you make rules in your constitutions that are based on religion then as kushal you were saying we have a skin in the game but let's say you didn't why should it matter then aapko jo aapko padhna aapki jo philosophy hai aapko jo profess karta hai aap wo karo so i you know i'm not a militant atheist like a lot of western atheists uh, are ki nahi you know let me uh, demolish uh, religion in that sense i i abuse slander your god no i'm not like that because as, as a scientist i know that there are so many streams that people believe in that you don't believe in and it would be madness to go around telling each one of us look you are wrong i am right change 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 nahi it's a free country bring everything on the table if you want to uh, worship someone you know you're free to worship it yeah for him or her you know yeah so religion will be there Yeah, and not only that. Uh, just one last nine, and then we'll go to the next question. Religion can't go because you know what happened in the West, right? They smashed religion. Guess what came back? Religion, wokeism. <laughs> It just doesn't go. Human beings cling on to ideas because uh, post-agricultural societies need something to live by, right? You need a set of rules, right? What is religion at the end of the day? A set of rules. You can remove the god, but not the religious tendency, right? Uh, I mean, you know it more than anyone else. yeah but i mean i think there i would say it has a lot to do with what you teach for example just to give you this example that i gave 10 minutes ago if you teach if in the curriculum are the facts about communism right are the facts about tipu sultan facts about aurangzeb then you have to be a complete bithering idiot to after having read those facts to still believe in them right but the majority of people would i dare say would not because you know human tendency is possibly to be sensible yaar matlab aap do bar galat ho gaye teen bar galat ho gaye aap har jagah pad rahe ho ki yaar this mao was uh, you know criminal who killed 63 million people so of course there are neo nazis right they still believe they still worship hitler but out of 100% of people who have been exposed to the truth about hitler how many people still cling on to hitler right it's not the majority it's maybe 5% maybe even less than that what does that tell you because you brought out the facts about hitler you allowed people to make a choice whether we worship hitler or we whether we condemn him or we worship him and they chose the former right now why can't you do that about everyone about all world figures including your goddamn che guevara and uh, mao and yeah, stalin why can't you do that so it i fault our education system wokism kahan se aa rahi hai aap ye bataiye wokism ka अगर आप पीछे का पढ़े ये पूरा वोक का ही जो कल्चर है दिस हैज कल्चरल मार्क्सिज्म यू नो एज एज वन ऑफ द फाउंडेशन स्टोन्स फॉर दिस बुक या राइट या 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 सो एक कमेंट एक पढ़ना पड़ रहा है सो एटलीस्ट 20 पीपल हैव रिटन दिस इसके लिए पढ़ रहा हूं मुझे गालियां पढ़ रही है कि नहीं मुझे गालियां पढ़ रही है कि नहीं मुझे गालियां नहीं पढ़ रहे सरप्राइजिंगली मैं तेरे को बोलता हूं मेरी पॉडकास्ट पे मतलब रीसेंट लोग आते हैं मगर ये सब लोग बोल रहे हैं कि रंगा जी प्लीज कम मोर ऑफन ऑन कुशल्स पॉडकास्ट यू गेट अ लॉट मोर देन टू मिनट्स टू स्पीक ओके लेट लेट मी टेल यू यू नो यू इन फैक्ट व्हेन यू टॉक्ड अबाउट हाफ एन आवर अगो अबाउट स्किन इन द गेम यू आल्सो सेड कि अरे भाई हर टॉपिक पे आप बोल रहे हो आई गेट दिस अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम यू नो कि साले साइंटिस्ट हो साइंस करो चुपचाप बैठ के अरे भाई साइंस भी करता हूं नौ से छह साइंस कर रहा हूं यू नो लैब चल रही है पब्लिकेशंस आ रही हैं बट 
why do you deny me the opportunity if i want to learn about other topics other areas and i want to profess my views i think it's only right so don't uh, uh, you know uh, you you can you can deride you can critique my views on various subjects but don't uh, don't say that you should not profess views on various subjects if you don't agree with me on what i have talked about uh, you know in some field which is non scientific absolutely come and you know badger me and you know bludgeon my views but don't say that look you're not an expert in this don't of course i'm not an expert and you know let, let me let me uh, 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 let me say what i want to you can disagree with my views of course absolutely please do and the question that you asked was about this two minute thing i'll 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 be very honest with you you know i i really envy uh, poets i really do because i think the essence of literature the essence of philosophy is to be able to condense not not to expand anybody can write 10 pages on anything right and somewhere in that middle middle of those 10 pages you would find two lines right that were great that that were the core but very few people and that's why i love poets and i'm envious of them because i'm not one they are able to condense to condense is so much more invigorating thrilling and higher on a higher pedestal than to expand so when i get this 2 minutes to talk so i can talk for 10 minutes 1 hour whatever it's it's easier in that way to condense something in 2 minutes starting point finishing point a bit of bluster a bit of one liners thrown in bit of aphorisms thoda sa bombast thoda sa ye thoda sa wo i take it as a challenge you know so that 2 minute clip is a challenge for me am i, am I you know rather than giving a one hour speech am i able to condense that in 2 minutes so that, that is why i love this format you know and things are changing kushal believe me uh, 10 years from now people won't be reading any books you know everything is changing towards so video killed the radio star they said video has killed everything you know yeah. but it's yeah. not to deride this format it is to bring a lot of stuff to positive stuff to this format you know if if in those 2 minutes or 3 minutes or 5 minutes you can you can condense a lot of things information literature science whatever you may do it why why is it bad it's not Oh. so just uh, i'm going to read a few comments now so everybody so somebody like we should stop knee jerk reactions for everything because bad publicity is still publicity when gta was released the company ha- that made it created an artificial controversy that the game is too violent so basically i think they're talking about the kali controversy that you should be more careful what you do somebody else has also say, said that it is uh, is the intensive rage on social media also superficial fight back to defend dharma from the helpless nostalgia invasions actually that's a very good point ki logo ko lag raha hai ki wo ladai lad rahe hain bahut magar reality mein hai kya 4 crore log to hain total india mein twitter pe so uh, uh, some uh, so i'm just telling you the thoughts of the people somebody has said even non religious societies have blasphemy you have to be the, to bring the weakest the oldest and the inform along in society when nature doesn't care that's a good thing okay one question now can the hindu way of life have any chance of survival against well funded institutionalized violent and proselytizing faiths and ideologies unless hindus organize under a single banner with agreed priorities okay so that that's a great question and i think yeah very good question if 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 you want to tackle it sensibly which is completely rationally i would say if india remains poor or to the extent of poverty that we have there is very little chance 
because the fact of the matter is somebody is completely emaciated dying their family members already dead malnutrition somebody comes and tells you look we are giving you this bag of rice right but you convert to christianity who in his right mind you know wouldn't and b who in his right mind would would mind somebody converting would you for example kushal if you are poor your family is dying if somebody somebody gives you uh, one uh, you know one bag of rice and says you become a christian i'll give you this why should i mind am i helping you am i making you survive am i you know by by saying that no remain hindu okay you're going to die so here at least you know so i don't have any skin in the game otherwise let me give you a bag of rice and say look i'll give you a bag of rice you remain hindu yes so that's a choice and let that person make a choice and if that choice is given then that person will make an educated choice and say look let me remain a hindu because this has been given to me but in our country uh, you know pura hindu culture ya apne aaj hi main dekh raha hu bhubneshwar mein 400 year old temple okay beautiful temple i just saw i think ani tweeted that it's going under water because the dam is filling it up now could that temple have been you know taken out of the earth and transported transplanted somewhere they do that all the time for you know stupid house beach houses in ireland and other i've seen it they transport houses to hum for civilization we don't care about it you know so if yeah. you have on that sense and the less said about asi the better uh, you had yeah. professor bb lal in complete anguish he was the guy we owe that the ayodhya temple is being made and you know they, he, he basically he was the one who first gave the proof of the temple underneath the babri mosque and he is talking about uh, uh, you know some civilization which is beyond that thousands of years beyond that where the first evidence of farming and asi has completely ignored it uh, i think madhu kishpar ji uh, tweeted uh, in interview yeah. of his it is painful you know jab ye sab aapka chal raha hai aap quote unquote aapki sarkar hai right but koi hai you know i don't know so I, i i see no hope if if there is intense poverty and i think morally also if there is intense poverty and you don't offer a way of life or living or you know some money or something then uh, morally it is wrong for you to insist that somebody else should convert so brother abhijit ayer mitra says why has brother anand turned oh, his back on christ i remember he converted me for one mysore pak <laughs> <laughs> well now i have the proof you know there was this i took a twitter poll uh, who is the real fake uh, tamilian to ab to aa gaya samne 40000 people voted you know so 80 80% believe abhijit yeah. is the to fake logon ki kya baat karni you know? yeah. let him go and cook a crab <laughs> okay a serious question what is the strategy to repeal blasphemy laws and sedition to have same freedom of speech standards as the usa in india tujhe lagta hoga नहीं मुझे नहीं लगता होगा बिकॉज आई टेल यू आई टेल यू लॉजिकल रीजनिंग फॉर दैट एंड एन इलॉजिकल रीजनिंग बट विच इज ऑल्सो लॉजिकल दैट आई टू थिंक यू नो सो लेट्स लुक एट द हिस्ट्री ऑफ दिस देर वॉज नो ब्लास्फमी लॉ सेक्शन टू नाइनटी फाइव डिड नॉट एग्जिस्ट अंटिल रंगीला रसूल यू नो द होल हिस्ट्री गांधी वॉन्टेड अ लॉ सो गांधी कंडेम्ड दिस बुक Uh, yeah. Rangila Rasool, but Ambedkar stood for uh, stood for the yeah. publisher who was assassinated by Elmutin. All that story. So the law came after that, right? So when Gandhi ji ko law chahiye, bhaiya, hamare Mahatma Gandhi ko law chahiye, to Modi ji badlenge. You know, wo to Gandhi bhakte. Uh, but 
the fact of the matter is according to me of course it should be there i've said it you know I've, in fact in the first 5 minutes i said nobody who quote unquote blasphemes uh, should ever be arrested okay who offends quote unquote offends religious sensibilities but rahul roshan again wretched guy rahul roshan wo hamesha cycle mein spoke dal deta hai aise wo he is a real uh, he comes up with these amazing things you find you know it makes you makes you think his point of view and what he says was that when ilmuddin assassinated the publisher of rangila rasool for blasphemy when this law did not exist then why do you think that once this law comes it would change anything now this is tremendously logical for example abhi aapke paas agar maan lo ye law hota section 295 a i am sorry nahi hota abrogated hota तो ये जो अभी उसके साथ हुआ है जो बैंगलोर में हुआ है जो कमलेश तिवारी के साथ हुआ है यू मीन टू से वो नहीं होता इनफैक्ट व्हेन दे कॉट कमलेश तिवारी हिंदू आर्टिकल दे पब्लिश दे सेड वी हैव डन नथिंग रॉन्ग इनफैक्ट हमें तो स्वर्ग मिल गया बाय डूइंग सो दिस इज एन ऑनर इकबाल क्राइड ही सेड की देखो ये हम हम देखते ही रह गए और ये कारपेंटर का बेटा बाजी मार गया दीज आर वर्ड ऑफ अलामा इकबाल so i said the same thing op india had this conference and some leftist intern somebody came and completely took it the samajh mein nahi aaya usko well i don't blame him but you see this is the logic and one has to one has to consider that logic but despite that let me say this that isme mera see everything i'll tell you whenever i put out a view i've already thought a counter of that view okay so that इससे पहले कि लोग मुझे झापड़ मारे मैं अपने आप को झापड़ मार लेता हूं ताकि लोग ना मारे एंड लेट मी रिफॉर्म एंड मे बी करेक्ट माई ओन व्यू सो आई थॉट ऑफ अकाउंटर व्यू टू वोट राहुल इस्लाम मे बी ट्वेंटी ऑफ देम वुड बी अगेंस्ट प्रॉफिट मोहम्मद एंड अल्लाह एटी ऑफ देम वुड बी यू नो नॉट अगेंस्ट देम विच इज कंप्लीटली फॉरबिडन 80 of them would be using section 295a uh, against something else maybe hari thought i don't know whatever you may call it so at least if we abrogate 295a at least those people will not be arrested that is a limited counterpoint to what rahul said but left to me it should absolutely go and you know what i'll tell you where rahul makes a mistake i'll give you a statistical analysis to tune de liya dato nahi dato ki abhi tour mein dono hai to rahul ko dantne ka to pura mauka hai so here's the thing charlie hebdo 5 saal pehle hua theek hai charlie hebdo ki abhi anniversary hui us samay theek hai there was bloodshed magar hua kya kyunki unhone goli mari sab sabne khunnas mein charlie hebdo ki photo share karni shuru kar di उसके बाद से लेकर अब तक वो किसी को नहीं मार पाए चार्ली हेब्डो की फोटो के लिए इट नाउ टिल दी एक्सटेंड कि अभी पांचवी एनिवर्सरी हुई उन्होंने फिर डाला एंड दे नॉर्मलाइज इट मैंने जब ये काली का भी हुआ काली का भी हुआ इसको आप कभी नहीं कुछ कह सकते बिलीव मी आई आई हेट टू से दिस but people are marked so for example if kamlesh tiwari was assassinated 2 years ago it wouldn't have mattered if he had police protection he would have been assassinated 20 years from now once you mark anybody will come i mean salman rushdie ko hi le lo abhi aapko you know he is roaming around new york this and that but he is a target somebody somebody decides that look he has blasphemed and my holy book says you cannot do this it is upon that person i agree i so, agree but the problem is that what if a million or millions of people do the same thing how many are they going to kill that that becomes the normalization of taboos in society right 
That's no, how society but Kushal, I'll, I'll tell you something. The, the purpose of this is to instill fear, right? So if Charlie Hebdo has done it again, uh, you're saying how many people, how many people after Charlie Hebdo, for example, in India, would dare to draw a cartoon? Dare to draw a cartoon? Not many. People have apologized for even lesser things, you know, yeah. in India. Yeah, yeah, I so agree. It, it but is the scare. It, it is, it is for the example, fear. would you do it? Would you do it? I'm, I'm saying I'm not a hypocrite. I've said this before. I'm not, you know, when the state doesn't back you, which is in this country, the state doesn't back you, your bravery turns into bravado. And the only, uh, you know, result of bravado is Gustafi Rasul ki ek hi saza, sar tan se juda, sar tan se juda. Yeah, well, that is I think I'll. Yeah, uh, so let's wrap things up. Yeah, in. let's wrap. Yeah, let's wrap things up. So before on, I on yeah, wonderful let's... note. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> just, so just I'll just say uh, somebody made a last comment and then I'll wrap things up. Uh, Anna sir, Urta Tir, bahut achha liya. WDTSC. <laughs> so, chalo, for, so let's wrap things up today. So Anand, once again, thanks a lot for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, so guys uh, once again thanks for watching it live i know a lot of you have watched it live and uh, if you like what i'm doing over here please subscribe like and uh, you can join the membership program or you can become a patron Uh, until then i'll see you guys next time take care